You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 79, our day before Thanksgiving episode. Imagine for a minute you are here in the U.S. and it's Thanksgiving Day, and you are sitting around the table with your family eating your Thanksgiving dinner, and then you ask everyone around the table what they are thankful for this past year. I say imagine because Dr. Fauci and others have urged us to avoid family get togethers altogether this year. Well, without regard to what you decide to do in this matter, how would you complete the sentence starting with, in 2020, I am thankful for? I'm not a music guy, but for me, my answer comes from a song of all places, a song I first learned in seventh grade from my music teacher, Miss Luck. It's a song that could help all of us see Thanksgiving in a new light in ways that will get us through Black Friday and carry us on to the rest of the year. After 7th grade, the next time this particular song reappeared for me happened in 12th grade during Mr. Dominguez's music appreciation class when we listened to Aaron Copland's Appalachian Spring. I was captivated by how Copland weaved this shaker folk melody throughout his orchestral suite, I think about this tune every Thanksgiving, and so today I want to play an instrumental version of the song, and I will narrate the lyrics as the music plays. See if you can recognize it and name the song. Tis the gift to be simple, tis the gift to be free, tis the gift to come down where you ought to be. And when we find ourselves in the place just right, twill be in the valley of love and delight. When true simplicity is gained, to bow and to bend we shan't be ashamed. To turn, turn will be our delight, till by turning, turning, we come round right. Tis the gift to be simple. Tis the gift to be free. Tis the gift to come down where you ought to be. And when we find ourselves in the place just right, twill be in the valley of love and delight. Simple Gifts is the name of the song, and I'm sure many of you guessed it. It was written in 1848 by Joseph Brackett, a Shaker elder. The Shakers were a religious sect that believed in the imminent return of Jesus Christ. They got their name from the wild and spirited dances they incorporated into their worship services. And Simple Gifts is one of those wild dance songs. It involved a lot of bowing and bending and turning. It was quite spirited, and there was a whole lot of shaking going on. 
You know, it makes me wonder if Elvis was a shaker. Anyway, I, I do prefer the much slower melody that I played earlier because it has such really profound words that I'd like to talk about. The melody first became popular when it was incorporated into Aaron Copland's Appalachian Spring in 1944 that I mentioned earlier. It later made its way into church hymnals and into secular culture in 1970 when folk singer Judy Collins popularized it in her nationwide concert tour. Simple Gifts was sung at the inauguration of both Presidents Reagan and Clinton and also at the funeral of President Richard Nixon. And most famously, the song was taught by Miss Luck to my 7th grade music class. Well, here's my take on the meaning of the song and what it has to say to us in the 21st century about relationships. The song starts off with, "'Tis the gift to be simple." Yeah, simplicity really is a gift. You know, Apple, the iPhone maker, doesn't necessarily make the best products, but they work very hard to make them the most simple for their users to use. And I love this quote from Steve Jobs. He said the following, Simple can be harder than complex. You have to work hard to get your thinking clean to make it simple. But it's worth it in the end because once you get there, you can move mountains. Isn't that cool? All about simplicity. It's a gift when good communicators can make complex ideas simple. Donald Trump came up with a very simple concept in his Make America Great Again. And regardless of your political views, I think it was a masterful way of uh, getting across his platform and what he wanted to do for the country. JFK's 1960 inaugural address is another example of communicating a complex idea very simply. In his speech, he said, Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Well, what politician can say things like that anymore? And what a great gift Kennedy gave America in articulating his vision for our country. And you know, Jesus was a master of making profound things simple. And we see that in a passage in Matthew 22, verses 36 to 40. It reads, An expert in religious law, trying to trap Jesus, asked, Which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. What a great example of communicating very profound thoughts in very simple words. Love God, love other people. It's a gift to communicate simple truths like this. The next line in the song is, "'Tis the gift to be free. "'Tis the gift to come down where you ought to be." It really is a gift to be free to live out Romans 12:3, where the Apostle Paul says, "'Don't think you are better than you really are. "'Be honest in your evaluation of yourself, "'measuring yourselves by the faith God has given you. There's freedom in really being who you are and not something you are not. To come down, 
as the song talks about, is a good thing. It's an act of willful humility. The implication is that there is, for each of us, a right place, the right lane, a sweet spot for all of us. And to discover and live in that sweet spot is truly a gift. The next line in the tune is, And when we find ourselves in the place just right, t'will be in the valley of love and delight. You know, there are a lot of negative connotations about valleys. In Psalm 23, for example, it talks about the the valley of darkness. But there's an upside to valley experiences also. Several years ago, uh, I happened to be in the Swiss Alps, and we were on this mountain, Mount Pilatus, outside of Lucerne, Switzerland. And it was a magnificent view. We were up really high. It took 30 minutes to take a slow-moving cable car up to the top. And when we got to the top, it happened to be a sunny day, which doesn't always happen. And you could see for miles and miles and miles. But all you could see were mountaintops and clouds, clouds around the mountaintops. The sky itself was beautifully blue. The sun was shining. But all you could see were mountaintops in the distance. And you couldn't really see down any one particular valley very far, except for the one that we happened to be on. And I found that uh, after that wonderful experience being on that mountaintop, where you really couldn't see an awful lot except other mountains, I found that being down in the valley was actually a better view, because you could see all kinds of life. You could see all kinds of other mountains and the valleys leading up to, to their tops. And you know, in the valleys, you find protection. You don't find that on the tops of mountains. Well, moving on to the next line. When true simplicity is gained, to bow and to bend, we shan't be ashamed. When we are living in true simplicity in our relationships, we can be humble, we can change our mind, and we can be flexible. We can admit we're wrong. And we can elevate others and celebrate this quality as a virtue instead of looking at it as a weakness. To defer to others won't break us. It may bend us a bit, but it won't break us. The song continues with the following. To turn, turn will be our delight, till by turning, turning, we come round right. Turning is what repentance is all about. It's to turn from one direction to go in another. And when we're willing to change and repent, we'll be the person God intends for us to be. And it's not just a good thing to turn. It's a delightful thing. It will bring a smile to our souls and a smile to God's face. Well, there you have it. This shaker tune sums up for me, the question of, what am I thankful for? You know, it's easy to be thankful for the abundance in our life. That's not hard at all. What's more challenging is to be grateful for the gifts found in simplicity, to be grateful in the valley rather than the mountaintop, to appreciate being at the bottom of the pile rather than at the top, to find joy in deferring to others and taking pleasure in being the person God created me to be. And simple gifts are all of these, and they are all so rewarding.
Well, if you forget everything else in this Day Before Thanksgiving episode, here's the one thing I hope you remember from today's show. It's this. Be thankful for the gifts of relational simplicity. It shows us how to relate to God, ourselves, and others. It's a true source of love and delight. And it raises the question, though, what can we do in response to today's program? We can start by asking God to show us things about ourselves that we don't see, to make the invisible to us visible. Ask Jesus to help us see ourselves as he does and as others do. We can also be grateful to God for the simple things in life and to ask him to help us come down to the place that we ought to be so we can experience the love and delight he has in mind for us. It's not our natural inclination to do this. We need God's help for it. Another thing we can do is to look for ways that we can unashamedly bow and bend to our own desires and our relationships. Look for the simplicity in deferring to others. Ask God to help us find delight in turning from selfish ways of relating to him and to others and to ourselves. As always, another thing you could do is to let me and your fellow listeners know what resonated with you about today's episode. You can share your thoughts in the leave a reply box at the bottom of the show notes, or you can send them to me in an email to john at caringforothers.org. In closing, I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show to both reflect and to act so that you will find the joy that God intends for you through the simple gifts found in your relationships. Because after all, you were made for this. And now for our relationship quote of the week. See if you can guess who might have said this. I am not a genius. I am just curious. I ask many questions. And when the answer is simple, then God is answering. Who do you think would have said that? I'll tell you, it was Albert Einstein, (laughs) one of the smartest men to have ever lived. I'll say it again. I am not a genius. I am just curious. I ask many questions, and when the answer is simple, then God is answering. Hmm. God answers in the simple. Well, it's been great being with you today. And remember, no matter where you are in the world, And no matter if you celebrate the U.S. holiday of Thanksgiving or not, do yourself a favor and be grateful for the simple things in your life. I look forward to being with you next week. And before you go, if you have another minute to spare, I'll close with more of Simple Gifts. Goodbye for now.